What's up, guys? Welcome to Pocket Stories. I think. I think it's still Pocket Stories. I'm not really sure if the name still holds up because, well, the podcast has changed a bit. It's not gonna be the same. I don't wanna do the podcast with guests anymore, or at least not all the time. Right now, I just wanna live stream and talk about life and talk about problems, me, myself, and I, and maybe the audience that is with me in that live stream. So this is the first ride I did. Let's see if you like it and if you enjoy it. And if I and if you enjoy how I talk about life with you guys, well, maybe we'll do more. So welcome to Pocket Stories or Pocket Stories Solo. I don't know. I don't know how to name it now. <laughs> But okay, welcome. It's just a test. I'm really... In reality, I just wanted to create something. I've been kind of not feeling the best in that area because I've been working a ton. Uh, since Dubai, when I came back, I started to work a lot for clients and make a, a decent amount of money, which is great. But, you know, client work isn't the reason why I started to do videos. Uh, it's mostly my own creations. And I haven't been doing them for the last month, like five months, and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> it really doesn't because I miss it. Uh, like the reason why I do videos is to do my own creations. If I like, if I make client work, it's only because of the money because um, I'm human and I need money like anybody else. Uh, and that meant that helped me to buy this camera that looks fucking fantastic. And I use like nearly every day and I'm in love with. Um, so yeah, what I was saying is I started working a lot in clubs more than anything, making videos for uh, the clubs of, of Brussels and it's been going pretty well. I've managed to make a lot of money and now I really have clients all the time. I never stop. Um, I never stop making videos. I make like two to three a week, which is a lot, but I also travel often. But the thing is, I don't manage to find time enough time to make my own videos, which is the reason why I do this. I stopped doing my own productions and I don't like that. Like, I don't need to get views. I don't need to be famous because I already managed to generate enough money to sustain myself. Uh, but if I don't do my own videos, that's where I start to feel shitty. That's where I start to feel like I don't exist or even I feel like stagnant when I stop creating because it's like what am I putting out in the world apart from the interactions that I'm having with people I really don't have much more than that and I don't know when I create my own videos even if no one watches them I feel like I'm doing something I feel like I'm putting something in the world and it's okay that people don't watch it but At least I'm watching it, and that's the only thing that matters to me. So yeah, now I need to get back into it. And the only like when you feel stuck in, in in life, like when you when you want to start something, right? When you when you've been thinking about starting something for a long, long period, you've been putting it away, putting it away, and you're waiting for the right moment to start. Like for example, a YouTube channel, or starting to put some music, or start an album, or something like that. Like the thing is, we try, we, we over overthink it too much we we, we we put it in the pedestal where we want it to be perfect at least we want to start with the right foot we want to start with the best foot we possibly have because well most of us already have a bit of experience if we stopped uh, through a 
through life. So we know what we can do. So we if we, if we start start again, we don't want to start like halfway. We want to really start as best as we possibly can. And the thing is that just makes it uh, that just push things away. Like because we keep putting it away, it needs to be perfect. It needs to be perfect. And the thing is, it doesn't. It just you just need to start. We and that's why I'm doing this live stream and doing a podcast at the same time. Because if I if I keep on putting it away, I feel I'll, I'll, I can feel that I'll, that will fall in a depression. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm over be I'm being over dramatic, but for me it's kind of like that. I need to be creating. So and the only way that I can start creating is by starting, and this is the start. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the lives again. When you start doing the thing that you like as a job. It's really nice. You mostly do what you like most of the time, which is great. But at the same time, you kind of lost, lose the spark of, or at least the reason why you did it in the first place. You were doing it because you wanted to create or you wanted to, to do this as a passion. And the thing is, I think it's important to never stop at least doing your own projects. I'm not saying as much. I'm not saying doing it mostly, but you can't stop because when you stop doing your own creations, you stop searching for that thing inside you that makes you come alive. And for me, it's when I create a, like, a, for example, when I get a feeling or I feel sad or I feel happy and I manage to transmit that into a video, that's where I come alive. And I can't do that for clients, at least now, because, well, I don't get paid by YouTube. No one watches, well, not many people watches my YouTube channel, so I can't really do it. I think you can put a pause for a bit while you're getting set up, but your own creation should always be above anything else in your work. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we can all take a break. Like, no, nothing bad is going to happen if you stop making videos or if you stop creating your thing that you're creating. But if you stop forever, that's... That, at least for me, it, it, it makes me really... It makes me feel like stuck in life, and I, I really don't like it. Amza, who's in the chat right now, he um, is, is starting to invest into building a computer mo like primarily aimed towards mining crypto. And if you don't know what that is, I don't either. Uh, but I can maybe explain it in simple words. The idea is you build a computer that... Um, is strong enough to handle a program that is doing calculations nonstop uh, all the time. And these calculations, it's generate, like the more calculations, cal calculations, is that even an English word? I don't know. The more calculus uh, this computer does, the more money you get. This calc, the, like the more the computer runs, the more time, the more money you make. And the stronger the computer, the more calculus it can make and the more money you get. So the idea is you buy a computer and you let it run for days and days and days while it does some uh, calculations and you just generate money from that because it mines crypto, it creates crypto. I don't really exactly know how it really works, but in simple is you buy a computer and it makes you money while it runs. And he is doing that and I think it's fucking impressive. I would, I, I'd, I'd I'm in the base level of crypto. I'm just like, yeah, maybe I can put 100 euros in Ethereum and maybe I will get like 10 in a year. <laughs> and yeah, that's my case. I just bought Ethereum, like I put 100 just to test it and I've made like 
10 euros in like six months. So great. <laughs> mm, Ethereum is good. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty good. I've invested in it and it's, I don't know, simple. I don't want to get too into it. Like Socks is really nice. I want to know enough that I can use it, but not, not, not that much. So it becomes my job. I just want to put my money there and to keep it there for five, 10 years and to see where I go from there. But, but I don't want to make it my job, you know, like the blank page, right? That's the, the, the fear of most of the creators, the famous blank page where you just feel like, like you, you're in front of your computer, you're in front of the thing that, that, that you try to create and you force yourself to create, but nothing comes out and you can't really do anything about it. The only solution that I have is to just let it go and do something else. Uh, to go on a walk in the park to to see the the page through a different lens because logically speaking you you're trying to write something isn't working in this moment so you forcing it won't make anything like it won't change anything that's where you have to try to look at it through a different lens and and maybe go for a walk or go party and then you'll feel like shit the next day but it will inspire something else like uh, that's been me the last two weeks okay you blank you had a blank page for two weeks um like let it go you can't you can't force it you can't just go straight at it you need to try something new like honestly if you if you haven't had a new hobby in a long time start drawing start painting start uh, that's kind of the same thing uh start making music or buy a guitar and learn how to do a guitar that can spark a new thing a new flame in you and 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 make you see things in a new way because we're we we're humans we keep on evolving that's why we when we grow or as time goes by we always see our past self as a generally lesser version of ourselves we always see like ah yeah i was a dumbass when i was younger or i didn't know as much as i know now but the thing is well it's it will never stop like you keep on growing and if you keep on learning new things you keep you you, you will always be able to find a new subject to write about in your case so I was talking about my life. <laughs> yeah. So I went to uh, I went to Dubai. That was really nice. I came back. I started working. And uh, now I've been working my ass off for the last six months and making a decent amount of money. And it's really nice to, to, to see that I can generate a good income at my age. But I'm slowly getting back in the reality that that's not what I want to do with my life. I, that, doesn't make, that really doesn't make me come alive. What makes me come alive is YouTube. It's, uh, or at least my creations, making my videos and chasing money. It's nice and all to have money, but I, that, I don't know if it brings me anything special apart from buying things, but making my own videos, that's, that's what just, I feel like I'm putting something in the world, you know? Um, but I don't want to build, I don't want to like make videos with a purpose to get views because that would just like infect my, my creativity, you know, and I don't want that. I don't want to do, get to that place. So I don't know. I don't really know what to do, but I just want to create. So that's why I'm making a life. <laughs> I don't 
don't know, does everybody go through depression in life? Because I think we don't, like the thing is, maybe we all go through depression, but we don't all admit that we got depression or at least treat it as such. Because it's really easy to, like depression, What what is depression? How do we, how do we know we're depressed? How do we feel? How do, like, how do we define it? It, it, it? If we go to a psychologist, it's really, it's like, yeah, he, he can pinpoint it that we have depressed or not, but like us to realize that we're depressed, like how do we quantify it? So I, I would say it's, it's not obvious to, to assume, like to, to assume that we are depressed. So I would say maybe we all go through depression in one point or another in life, but not necessarily we all admit it. Yeah, that makes a bit of sense, <laughs> I guess. So, uh, yes, people go through depression, some of us at younger age and other at older levels. Uh, depression is equal to low levels of serotonin. We lost interest in things we love. Okay, nice definition. I like that. Uh, and it makes sense. It's, it's when you get, uh, I, when I experienced it, it was mostly like just, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't like, I didn't want to even wake up. I didn't want to get out of bed because I, like, nothing just spark any, anything in me. Like there was no flame in me. And, and it, it, it can get really tough because like, if you don't want to, if you don't feel motivated to do anything, how can you motivate yourself to get out of that place? You know what I mean? So so it's hard to get out of it, but in my case, I just changed. Like I made a big change in a moment. I decided to quit school and that just just was a big moment where my trajectory changed and slowly I started to get better. But I don't know if like how other people managed to get out of depression. If it's just slowly they got start getting better, even if they're doing the same thing. I don't know. But at least in my case, it was a big impact i just went i just been to dubai but i'm not gonna go back uh well not in a not in the not now maybe later maybe in another day but right now i will move to mexico <laughs> well not move to mexico i'm gonna go to mexico for four months um and i'm going to see if i like it if i like living there if i like working there and if i get enough clients so i can make a living there um if that's the case i might move there and but i don't think i will <laughs> who knows we'll see but but yeah i'm gonna go in april it's gonna be nice uh, i'm going four months there i just came back from vienna uh i went to vienna for 19 days to spend some time with someone uh and it was really nice uh i i had so much fun there i went to to the mountains it's been a long time since i've seen the mountains and i love it i i i love heights as you may or may not know i'm scared of them but i love them either way and i seek them all the time and and in belgium there's not many mountains so i haven't really been to the mountains in belgium and I I really miss it. Just looking at the world through a through a like high point of view, it's it's so nice. And like how can you how can how you can see the other mountains just uh, getting 
less visible through the things. It looks so nice in the photos that you can make there. It's, it's really cool. So I really enjoy going to the mountains. Vienna is really pretty. I didn't look around that much because I'm going to go again <laughs> in like 20 days, I think. Um, but Vienna is really nice. It's like kind of like Belgium. It's like Europe-ish, but taller and cleaner. Like it's more white. So it's, it was a, it was a nice experience to see to see Vienna to be honest. Today I filmed uh, the the entire day and I uh, and and I arrived just in time to do the live stream. So I was setting everything up and I, I, that's why I was a bit late. But I did a a little shoot for a brand of luxury. Oh yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> what do you think, guys, about luxury brands like having a, a T-shirt of of Balenciaga or I don't know off-white that costs 300 euros or uh, there was a jacket like a winter jacket that it wasn't even that hot that cost like a thousand euros like what do you think about that like i, I get the the concept of it like why like how do does it work and why do people buy it and, and how did it got popular I, I i get all that but like you're buy, buying the brand not the not the 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 jacket itself but it's still fucking crazy to me to think that, that, like, why would you buy it? It, like, it doesn't even look that, like, better than other brands. And it, the, the material isn't different. Like, it's the same fucking shitty material. So, 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 like, at the end, it doesn't change shit to buy those, those, those type of clothes. It's all about popularity and showing off the, to people that you own this stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like show yeah, showing your worth through expensive clothing and the brand. Like that's why they show the brand so so big. Like they don't even hide it. They, they show like here's the brand, this costs a lot. Look at me. And I get it, but I, I I how like I don't I don't know. How do you get in your life in a point where you need that to to feel secure about yourself or to feel confident. It seemed a bit sad to me, but I guess everybody has a different um, experience in life and they want different things from life. And if they want expensive clothing that represent their value, well, that's okay. Yeah, that's your show. And, and I, I, I wouldn't say you should buy it, but because some look cool. I think off-white looks really nice and I like buying fake clothing off-white because it's not that expensive and it looks pretty good. Um, I like the drawings that they have, but then there's like Paul Manjari or that <laughs> fucking brand and eh, looks, looks okay. Looks ish little, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. So if that works, how did I how did I not think about that? Halloween is in the corner, like it's just coming. And I don't know what you guys think about Halloween, but I think it's one of the best, uh, or maybe the best um, celebration because it's just fun. You when you party, you dress up like the horror universe is really aesthetically unpleasing and i love it the colors the the, the blood the the monster the creation the the, the 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 feeling for example when you make a video or you create something or a movie like what most 
movies are trying to convey is its feelings or create. And are there intense feelings and they're like, and they're more simple, like laughter is, it's an intense feeling, but like being scared, it's a really intense feeling. And to say like, hey, I can create a video that conveys horror, it's, it's just amazing. Okay, yeah, Halloween is coming and I really like it, but I never do anything <laughs> i just go like i'm gonna work on halloween i'm gonna go to the club and work in halloween and it's it's nice i, I think i'll party there like at the same time that i that i work but it's uh, i've never just uh, made a well built costume for halloween and i think it's it's, it's dumb i should it's it's it, I love I love Halloween, but I've never invested time and effort into a costume. I just get a hat, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a cop now, uh, and I should invest more time into it. Maybe this I, like this Halloween, I'm thinking of reusing a costume that I used for a striptease, <laughs> and I know it's 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 not good, <laughs> but. It's uh, it's a it's a cop costume, okay? You wanted to know what it was? It's a cop costume. I did a striptease with a cop costume, and it was really really good. But um, I'm starting to think like if I use a costume of a cop. Here's the question: If I use the costume of a cop on Halloween on the street, is that legal or illegal? Will I get arrested because I'm trying to? copy a cop in the streets in the day of Halloween or when it's Halloween you can just interpret like copy anyone that you want is that legal or illegal I don't know but I think it might be dangerous because if I'm a cop like if I'm dressed as a cop like it's pretty official it's a it's a nice SWAT thing and it looks decently real if someone gets in a problem they will come at me I can't handle a problem. I'm not a cop. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a really good idea. I should check if it's legal. And if not, I'm just gonna put my costume inside the party and that's it. But even then, I already used that that, that costume for a striptease. Should I really, like, should I really reuse it? <laughs> it's Halloween. Also, what's, but the problem with Halloween, well, not the problem, but it's the orig originality of costumes, right? Like the more original you are, the cooler you are, the like the better your costume is. And uh, it's it's so easy to fall into unoriginal costumes, like the Mexican skeleton that all the girls, the pretty girls, put just because they make them look hotter and also artistic. It's like. Everybody does it. It's not original anymore. It looks cool, but it's really not original. Uh, what else is not original? Um, Harley Quinn. That's, that's not original. This, obviously, this, uh, we all know that this Halloween, there will be a lot of costumes about Squid Game. Really nice series. I don't know if you saw it, guys. What do you think about Squid Game? Let's, let's start talking about that. So yeah, I was talking about Squid Game. It's a really, I loved it. I'm not gonna spoil you guys, don't worry, but I have to say it's really, it's a really good series. Apparently it's the, the, the fastest growing series that Netflix has ever produced. So it, it made like 200 million downloads in like 
um, less than a month, I think, or a week. I don't know. It, it, like the numbers were incredible. Um, uh, the thing with Squid Game that I really, really love, apart from the series itself, it's and, and the reason why I think it's so good, or one of the reasons why I think it's so good, is because it has. There's a factor in in movies or in series that it's really important for it to work, which is uh, balance. The dilemmas that the characters have to go through have to be balanced enough for you to feel like it makes sense the decisions that they're making. When you're in, when you watch most of the horror movies, you always think like the, the balance is off because they make dumb ass decisions. And you like, even if you enjoy it and if, you, if you're scared, you feel like, yeah, well, I wouldn't have done that. That's just dumb. That's just common sense. But the thing that Squid Game has, and I think it's really interesting and really like they did perfectly, it's balanced. They really, the dilemmas that they have to go through and the way they react and the actions that they take are extremely human and relatable. You, When they take different, like the decisions that they're taking are like most of the time you're like, yeah, I would, do, I would have done the same. If you find yourself in the situation that they're in, you would probably be like, yeah, I will probably do the same. Like, let's just, I'm not going to spoil it, but but still, you should watch it. It's really impressive how balanced it feels till the end. And it's it's like the challenges and the, the conflicts and the problems that they go through are so, I think, clever. They're just clever. From the writers, I think they're just really impressively clever. So good job, Squid Games. You really impressed me. It's rare for to for me to be impressed lately i i just get bored most of the time uh because i'm pretentious <laughs> i believe like we've been talked really often that like like relationships friendships the true friendships get maintained alone no matter the time no matter the distance no matter what happens they will still be as strong as they used to be that's what we believe and when we get out of school or when we go to another country and the distance gets into place, we we, we think like, yeah, they're still my friend, they're still my friend, they will never change and when you do a call or see them again, it feels like you saw them yesterday. But as you grow and as time goes, well, you realize that, yeah, maybe when I see them, it's still the same but the thing is, in an everyday life, they're not part of my life anymore. Every time we talk, I have to to tell them what has been going on for the last six months. And it's it's it, that's where it starts to fall apart. And yeah, maybe now it still feels good. It still feels okay. But time won't solve that problem. And it will get worse and worse to time. And I think that's how adults lose friendships with other like the friends from their childhood. Because they just stop maintaining it. I think it's really, really important to show effort and intention into a friendship, even if it has distance or not, like, because it doesn't maintain itself. Okay, maybe when you're in the same country, well, you just need to see them and to enjoy and spending time with them because they're your friend, it's easy. But when there's distance or, or things between them, well, you have to intentionally be present in each other's life, be interested in what they're doing. That's what I've been trying to do through the last four years. Calling as much often as I possibly can my friends, even if they live in Canada or other countries. 
and really far away. Because if I don't, I don't know what is going on in their life. And I know that's how relationships die. Because I've lost so many relationships to do that. But here's the, the rule over that. I generally give three strikes. I give three strikes of investing from myself. I don't expect people to invest time into me, like to think about me all the time, because everybody has their own life. Everybody has their own problems and they can't just be thinking about me all the time, 24-7, like I'm thinking of them, but I can. And I can do that effort part because that's okay. But when I call them or I invest time, the only thing that I expect is for them to be present and to to, to really pay attention and, and to not be like, like to respond accordingly. That's what I expect from them. And if they don't, there are three strikes. If I send them a message and they don't respond correctly or like with enough intention, they they lost a strike. And maybe it was just a bad day or maybe they got distracted. Maybe they got busy. That's okay. It can happen. The second time that happens, well, maybe it's a bad coincidence. That's okay. But the third time they don't answer correctly to an investment of mine into the relationship, that's where I'm like, that you know what, I'm gonna stop investing my time into you because you're not showing interest in my, in, in, in this investment, in this relationship. And if you're not gonna show in, in, uh, interest, well, I'm gonna stop investing time into it because this is costing me energy. And I know, I, I know you're not gonna, you're not like, you don't need to invest your time, but at least, at least you should be there when I'm investing my time. And, and that's okay. You, you can't be friends with everybody. You can't, it's okay if you lose friends through, uh, like in the way. That's just life. I've lost most of my friends, <laughs> but I still maintain good relationship with some of my best friends which, because I've invested a lot of time. But if they stop showing interest, I'm gonna get out. Even if they're my best fucking friend, because I don't have time to waste. There's many people that are there for me. Why would I invest my time into people that are not there for me? So yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> that's that's a good question or subject. Can friends be therapists? <laughs> uh, the obvious question, the obvious answer is no, they can't. Why? Because uh, they they don't have a license, they haven't studied, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Now, that's not it. A friend can still be really helpful in a therapy way. You should always go with friends and talk about your problems and and try to to invest time if they're actually listening to you. If they're not, just don't don't do that. But a friend doesn't replace a therapist. The the way a therapist works is different to a friend. A friend, okay, he's there, he will listen to you and he will try to give you advice. But the difference is a therapist, one has the knowledge of how to handle and how to respond to different situations and, 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 and subjects. So they have the knowledge, but not only that, when you go to a therapy session, that therapy session is just about you and you alone. When you're with a friend, it's a discussion. He's giving you advice. He's giving you a, a, a he's giving you his opinion. He's experiencing different things, but mostly it's a it's a two way situation. But when you go to a therapist, it's you versus you, and that's it. 
Um, so the experience is different and the intensity of the session gets like it, it gets really different. Uh, Sue uh, said, uh, yes, they can be a therapist because they care about you. Well, yes, I guess they do. And they probably care more about you than a therapist because a therapist cares about you while you pay, right? Like that's okay. They care about you, but like they, 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 they want the money also. Uh, and, and it's their job, but, uh, I don't know, like, yes, it's important that they care about you. And I would say, don't go to, like, if a ther- you go to a therapist and you feel that they don't care about you, like you go and many times and in different, different, uh, sessions that you go, he doesn't even remember what you said last time. Get the fuck out of there. You don't want to stay there. Uh, fuck yes. Well, they can be your vent therapist. Vent therapist. What what do you mean by that? Do you mean like venting? Like you just say everything that you have in your mind to them, and, and like they just absorb. That's that. That's true. Like if you see them in that way, friends can can accomplish that that um, part of therapy. Just you venting, like saying all the things that you have in mind, just to to take them out and to put them in this universe let's say um yeah they can do that like that's why i would say have both okay um if you have like if you if you have like i would say have both depending the problem you don't need to necessarily have a therapist but generally speaking it's very nice to have a therapist i i love going i'm gonna go on tuesday i haven't been there in like two months maybe three because life has been just good and life is still really good. But I think it's for me going to therapy nowadays is mostly be- to see if everything's okay with my mind. I want to check if I feel good. Uh, so I go there, I talk about my life. I see if I have problems. I talk about different things and, and it's a, it's a checkup for me. But at the beginning, it was really f- to, to see everything that was wrong and how can I solve it? And then after when I started solving it and my life started to feel more stable and more, more like healthy. Now I just go there to see if I'm okay. <laughs> because sometimes you don't really know you're not okay till you say it out loud. And that, that, that's why therapy can also be good to, to be, to go and be like, Oh, well, I'm more broken than I thought. <laughs> Let's see what we can do about this. But if you don't go, if you don't take the first step to go, well, that can never happen. <laughs> uh, always uh, wanted to travel to Mexico. And I, you should. Mexico is a really nice place to go. Just, I, I get why people sometimes get scared about Mexico and, and about just like, oh, is is it safe or not? But the thing with Mexico is this. You can go to Mexico, you can enjoy it, and everything's gonna be fine. You won't die, you won't get murdered, or you won't get killed. Like, the probabilities are higher than in other countries, that's for sure. But you probably won't. (laughs) The thing is, at least this is how I describe it, you can go to Mexico, and you can go to, to most of the places with Mexico. Just, if you go, just don't be stupid. That's it. Like in, in France, in, in, in Belgium, you can be stupid. Like in the worst case, they will beat the shit out of you. But in Mexico, the thing is, if you're stupid, you can really get killed. And that's not nice. So just don't be stupid. And what I mean by not being stupid is don't go to the bad neighborhoods when it's the night. 
or don't go at all to the really bad neighborhoods or be around people like big group large groups of people so you feel safer go to the nice places uh like have different contacts so people know where you are like just just don't be stupid that's it. It, it you can go to mexico and you will enjoy it so much and people there are so just nice ah they're just happy it, there's something about them but it, it, there's just light there <laughs> like you'll see and you'll feel color around all around it's really nice i miss it and i'm i'm so happy that i'm going there um but i just don't be stupid that's it you can go to mexico but don't be dumb go to anywhere you want just make be a little safer that's it uh yes the good part of mexico seems really nice yeah, yeah, that, okay, you describe it pretty well. The good part of Mexico, yeah. Because there's a big part that it's not good. But just go to the good places and that, and you should be fine. And, and, and no locals. If you go, it will be, it's really important, I think, to know lo- local people. So they tell you the ways to not get killed. I think that that's a smart move. So to do that. When are you going to Mexico? Uh, I'm going in April. I'm going for a month. Uh, not alone. It's nice. I'm not going alone, but we can talk about that more in private if you want, Jaquel. Uh, but yeah, I'm going for a month and I'm going to go and try to 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 work there and to, to see if I like it living there and and to experience the real, the real Mexico experience. Because I haven't... Just so you know, guys, I grew up in Mexico my... Like since I was three till I was 19, I spent my life in Mexico. It was really, really cool. I grew up there, but then I came to Europe and I fell in a big depression. I didn't really feel good there. It was awful, but slowly I got better and now I live here. I feel really comfortable. I feel like this is my house, but I don't like it. I still don't like Belgium, but now I work here. So everything's at least that's going well, you know? So now I'm in a place where everything just is perfect. Like I have enough clients, so my work works perfectly. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I, uh, in relationship wise, I'm really good. And I'm like, but I'm 21. What am I? Why would I be stable now? Now, now, now is not the time to not like to be stable. Now is the time to get to to find risk and to go search risk. That's why I just decided to like uh, I need to get out I need to f- to restart from zero I need to, to to get out of this comfort zone because I I can't be here I need to to just leave uh for for that reason I'm going to Mexico and search a new place to live and to start from zero because I don't want to be here I always said like I want to leave Belgium I want to leave Belgium and I always tried to find a solution to leave Belgium and always got closer and closer and closer and I never did it and now that I feel comfortable here, I'm like, oh no, I I started to want to be here. That's not good. I need to get out of here. And now it's like, yeah, I need to get out of here. So I'm going to Mexico. All of this to say that thank you guys for to listening to me. It was really nice to 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 do this again. At the beginning, it was kind of hard to to talk. <laughs> so so yeah, guys, I need to go. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm gonna start doing this more often. So at least once a week, I think at least once a week I can do it. So 
be ready for that. We're going to do some podcasts like this and talk about life and your problems. So, so I send you a big hug, guys. Mm-hmm.